All right, welcome into Better's Last Stand, episode number 34. If you're looking for 33, we had a little bit of an issue with the new computer, so it may not ever be seen, but who knows? Maybe we want it that way. Uh, Chris won an eight on his picks as we were just talking off camera. So anyway, uh, I put up the full season uh, baseball bets that I could remember and that I had written down for, for everybody. So those are up on our... Uh, Twitter page uh, at the Pioneer Podcast. You can find that in the Better's Last Day in Twitter. That all those picks are up there. So MLB starting up tomorrow. So I know people are getting excited about that. Uh, recapping the Better's Last Day in picks last week, we were up almost five units. Sam with another win in racing. Sam's going to be joining us hopefully uh, via Skype here in the last hour of the show today to go through his racing picks. And I'm sure he's going to give us some baseball uh, prophecies as well. So he's pretty excited about that. So we'll have him uh, Skyping in so you'll be able to see Sam in action as we uh, continue to sort through and get our computer fine-tuned and get all the things ready to have guests on on a weekly basis. So Matt and Coach here, Chris stuck in Lower Salem. Uh, he won't be joining us today. Uh, the only thing he wants to talk about is one and eight showing. His lone winner was my Miami Hurricanes last week. So, <laughs> uh, Coach, you had a good winner with Jason Day, but uh, just one and three in the golf. Yeah, I was terrible this I week. Didn't do well. Uh, but I was up about a half unit uh, overall. But uh, Billy Horschel saved me, winning Group Two at plus four fifty. But Sam was our good, our uh, cash cow again this week with a uh, up twelve units on the on the weekend uh, and Tyler Reddick to win the race at the Circuit of America. So uh, not a terrible week. I guess, like you always say, if you break even or do a yeah, little bit right. better, it's uh, you know it's better than losing. So uh, we turn our focus to the Final Four here uh, briefly. There's not a ton more to talk about about basketball. Uh, we're winding down. we got the women's and men's Final Four. got the NIT set. Uh, one thing I found interesting with both NIT winners last night from Conference USA. Conference USA is now 17-1 and straight up in March uh, wow. in the tournaments. I mean, that's crazy. So that is They wow. had uh, Charlotte won the CBI, and then uh, UAB and North Texas will meet in the NIT championship tomorrow night, which will be, uh, I guess, yeah, I think Thursday night. So the day after or day before you listen to this episode, but uh, it, good games last night. Uh, North Texas comes all the way back, and I'll uh, get right into the back. The bad beat. Did you see this? I don't, did you have anything in that game last night, North Texas and Wisconsin? No, I ended up not having anything well, in that. How about if you had the over? The total was very low because North Texas plays that really low style. Total, 115.5. They got 70 points in the first half. The first half went over with eight minutes to go in the first half. You got the first half total over. Oh, my so, goodness. So you're at 70 at halftime, and you only got to get to 115.5. Oh, well, my Wisconsin goodness. scored 13 points in the second half. Oh, my and, God. And went the final nine minutes without one point. The they final never, nine minutes? Nine minutes, they never scored one point. Yeah, oh, I had North Texas in the game, so I was pretty well, happy I was about champ, it. too. What yeah, you? yeah, Mean Green win 56-54, but uh, just, oh, just my horrible. Goodness. I mean, it's a terrible loss. You have 70 at halftime of a game that's 115. You're, you're, you're celebrating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you're well, oh, my Lord. Uh, Fran Fraschilla, though, gave it, the, gave it the hex. He said, oh, this total's going to fly over the 115. Oh, boy. Yeah, with about t- the 12-minute timeout, he said that, and in, in Wisconsin never scored it. Uh, from the eight-minute timeout on, they scored with like, the last field goal was like nine minutes. To wow! Go. So uh, hor- horrible loss there. If you had Man. that, and if you had an over in a game that's the totals that low, it's a terrible, terrible loss. But, oh, jeez, uh, always that's a tough beat. Yes, North Ooh. Texas and UAB gets the job done in overtime. They don't cover. They win on the money line against uh, uh, so, who is it? Southern Utah? No, no, that's not right. Utah, Utah Valley, Utah yeah, Valley, yeah, Utah yeah, Valley. Yeah. Mark Matson actually took another job today at Cal. So uh, that's uh, a, a 
probably a good hire by them. They had a nice season. So we got an all-conference USA final in the NIT tomorrow. We got Conference USA, uh, Florida Atlantic in the Final Four. Um, let's just get your overall thoughts on uh, on these games. I think these Final Four games both could be pretty good. I know they're not sexy matchups, but they they're kind of sneaky good games. I feel like. What do you think? Uh, yeah. What, what's your early take on? Um, I, I like Florida Atlantic in the game, but I don't underestimate San Diego State. I like that game under. I think that's a very closely played. Both yeah. of these teams have never been anywhere near. Uh, this magnitude of game right. in their program history. So I think they'll be very cautious and careful. I like Florida Atlantic just a little bit better with their offense. Uh, I think their guy, their guards are outstanding. So uh, I'm leaning Florida Atlantic in the game and probably going to go with the under in that yeah, game. Yeah, I like the under, and a half. I, I, I think that that's just a total battle that won't get out of the 60s, uh, and I, I think uh, uh, the low 60s. So. I like, uh, I like uh, Florida State's. Team total under sixty five and a half too. That's one of my plays. Okay, FAU total FA one. total under sixty five and a half, and I do okay. like the game under one yep. thirty two. So okay. that's that's probably two I'm going to play. I see that as a grind them out game too. Yeah, definitely. A, San Diego State just that's the way they play. So oh I yeah, expect that everything that they do is going to be kind of tailored to that defense first kind of thing, uh, taking very uh, good care of the ball and, and being very cautious on offense. So. Uh, what about in the nightcap? My Canes, uh, almost, I'm biased. I think the game is an over game. Miami and too. UConn can post score. I'm going to play that over. I like it over a lot. I <clears throat> did a lot of studying on it. It looks like around a 150-151 game. Yep. Uh, but I do like your Canes. I think they're going to hang. I, I do, you know, too. Connecticut's breeze through here, averaging, uh, winning their four games by an average of 22.5 points. Right. I mean, they're really talented and playing really well now, but so are your Canes. And that that second half run, uh, you know, the last ten minutes of that game, they totally dominated right. uh, that game, and I I like them. I think they're gonna. I think they'll they'll play right with Connecticut. I I, I agree. I, UConn's red hot right now, and, and and they're a tough team to play. But their their path has been much easier than Miami's. Oh, yeah. Miami's a little more battle tested in this tournament anyway. Uh, the win over Houston, no one. I mean, Miami was catching seven and a half, seven in that game, and and basically dominated the game from start to finish and uh i'm not saying they'll win but I, if i can get five and a half or yes. six out of them I, I, i'm thinking that might go to six uconn is getting a lot of public backing right now so so far uh the sharp betters look to be playing florida atlantic early and the public is just crushing uconn at the window so uh i i expect that to continue so maybe you get a little value on uh fau uh, and uh miami there so maybe in all south florida Final. That's what I'm hoping for. I got two tickets, uh, one six hundred to one and one five hundred to one, with those two teams matching Man. up in there. So that would be uh, very, very uh, fun for me. Not to mention my favorite team playing in the final four for the first time. So I'm looking forward to it. Don't they're, have... they're playing awful good. They are. They are, and uh, well coached. So, uh, and then obviously, I think all these teams seem to be pretty well coached. If you make it this far, especially this year with how tough it's been uh, to navigate through these. And, and you look, other than UConn, uh, San Diego State could have lost in the first round. Um, yeah. FAU, if they don't get that against Memphis, yeah. you, I think you had Memphis in that, that jump did. ball at the end. Yeah. They didn't get, if they, I mean, they could have lost in the first round. And Miami was pretty much dead and buried against Drake, which if you're a Miami watcher, you They're knew right. that they really weren't dead. But it, it seemingly they had nothing. Their offense was horrible. Isaiah Wong never even right. scored. Uh, until very late in the game. So, you, I mean, three of the four teams in the Final Four absolutely could have been done. And then UConn even got their scare when uh, Rick Pitino had them down 13 at halftime. Yes. And uh, then they come back and just destroyed. Uh, 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 yeah. Um, you're, and your coach is the only one that's been this far with George Mason. Yes, yep. Jim Laranega was back against three, the, when they beat UConn. Back three, how long ago was well, that? was 2000 and. 
three, four, some yeah, very er, yeah, very early. I was going to say thirteen. No, no longer than that. Because he's been yeah. in Miami for twelve yeah. years already. So. Yeah, I was going to say thirteen. Yeah, maybe yeah. two thousand eight, nine. I, I can't. Yeah, but anyway, he's a, he's the only way one that coach has been this far. None of these other coaches have made it this far. So yeah, should be fun. Going to be a fun Saturday. You'll be you'll be excited. You'll get everything yeah. out of the way and. Get all your ducks in a row and get ready. Yes, uh, preseason or actually pre-tournament odds. Connecticut was fifteen to one, Miami forty to one, San Diego State sixty-five to one, and FAU three hundred to one to uh, win it all. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the games. Uh, it, it will add an interest for me this year. So I, I I actually, how do you feel about there not being a Kentucky or Duke? Or it's uh, great. Yeah, I love I it. Agree. I agree. I love it. I think it's great. Very I mean, refreshing for basketball. And uh, I, this is going to be a sign of things to come, uh, I think. Oh, yeah. The transfer portal <laughs> and uh, the way things are now with the uh, NIL stuff, too. So oh, yeah, I agree. Expect 100%. more of this. Uh, unique teams in the Final Four, but I think that's it's good, and uh, I think it's great for these schools that will be participating. All right, let's uh, shift a little bit over to the women's Final Four. Griff's girl, Caitlin Clark, got one, one single-handedly. One pretty even matchup and then one yes. pretty lopsided matchup. Uh, you know, even though I was really good. South Carolina, what do they want? 60, how many games in a row they won? Oh, yeah, going. They're almost like a Nova Southeastern level. Like they've won sixty some probably straight. Yeah, uh, I think since last year, early in the season, I think. So, yeah, 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 I think it was. I think it's so. They're they're approaching sixty some wins, and 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 Iowa, like you said, the best player in the country, uh, Caitlin Clark. I, but I don't know, man. I, I don't yeah, know. What are your no. thoughts? Uh, I I think I think the best thing to do here is the play over because I think Clark's going to score. Um, South Carolina is going to be hard to beat, and, and Iowa. I, I don't know if they can get enough stops. I, I I think they'll struggle down inside against South Carolina because their size and athleticism is just so tough to match up with. I'm leaning towards the over. Uh, I thought that the total was a touch low, uh, but the other side of that is South Carolina can't defend. They got good athletes yep. in every position, so maybe maybe people like the under in the game. I'm going to go over. I think Iowa. Will play very hard. I could see Iowa coming out uh, pretty hot early, maybe knock down some early shots, and uh, maybe if they play with a, little, a lead for a little while, uh, gets the the tempo going up upbeat because that's what they want. Um, Clark obviously can score; she can score forty points herself. Yeah, so, uh, I'm going to take a stab with the over, and then in the in the other game, I think Virginia Tech will be so happy to have just made it to their first Final Four. Kim Mulkey returns yep, to Texas I like LSU. LSU. I think LSU puts it on them pretty <laughs> I good. I agree. Uh, they'll be ready. She, she's very, very experienced yep. coach. And uh, I, I think uh, I think she uh, gets that just her alone with that experience being back in her home state, yep. I think, uh, I'm does the job. A, I'm playing the LSU there for sure. And then if, if if the most likely matchup to me is LSU and South Carolina. and uh, What do you think that line will be set at another double digits? Yeah, probably low double digits. Maybe may, maybe as low as nine and yeah. a half. I can't see it any, any lower than that. Um, I, I, and I just don't think LSU will have enough for them but you never know with that experience but i just you or you go on south carolina is just uh almost impossible yeah so you're gonna you're gonna play um you're gonna play um the south carolina game over the total yep and then uh lsu lsu minus the two and uh, i feel comfortable going as high as about three with them uh i think they'll they'll beat tech tech had a great season and they they're really pumped to be in this final four but i think I think it ends for him there. I'm gonna I'm gonna play LSU also, but I'm gonna play Iowa. 
getting the eleven and a half. I'd lean. I'd lean towards playing Iowa just because yeah, of, yeah. of her. Yeah, and 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 even you know if you're watching at home and you in in South Carolina jumps out a little bit, you maybe get Iowa at a at a better number. You could get plus thirteen, fourteen, something yeah, like that. Um, yeah, that's why I'd play it. So that's that's where I'm leaning Iowa plus the points, and then LSU. I do like LSU a lot. So yeah. Okay, LSU South Carolina final, but hopefully Iowa and then can. Any uh, early thoughts on the uh, on the NIT game? Not that, I mean, we're not going to get to it. I don't even know what the line is. I think it was a close line, one or two. Yeah, I didn't see. I that think it was. Line I yet. think I think UAB was minus minus one, maybe. When I saw this morning, let me check and see if I. Get yeah, that. UAB one and a half, one twenty seven and a half. And these teams have played each other uh, a few times already this year. So the, the conference USA, as we said, has been been really good. So. One of the games, uh, UAB, uh, North Texas won 63-52. to 52, And, well, maybe they only played each other once. I guess they only played each other one time in, in conference. Uh, yeah, 63. Oh, no, they didn't. They, uh, North Texas swept them. 82-79 and 63-52. Oh, okay. So both of those games, well, <laughs> one was one was at 115 and the other one was uh, 161. So, um, ah, man. I that's now. This is an an interesting trend. You got North Texas is the dog here, but they beat them twice in the regular season. So, um, and that game is tomorrow night, right? Yes. So tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow night. What time is it? Nine thirty. Yep. Nine thirty game. So nine thirty. Yeah. So you you'll see this after that game, but uh, yeah, it should be a good game. I'm, I'm, I'll check it out. I probably won't stay up for very long no, no, with no, it, no, but no, uh, no. I, I don't know. I might play the under in the game. Maybe it's a, you know, both teams are going to want to win, and uh, I, North Texas's style was just so slow, and they are very good on defense, holding Wisconsin without a basket for nine minutes. So Yeah, So and then we've got... Uh so we've got Friday and Sunday for the women and Saturday, Saturday and Monday for the men, and then yep. the NIT is uh, tomorrow night, right? You, yes, yes. So we get five... Uh, Five straight days of basketball, and then 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 we could put basketball to sleep. So basketball will be asleep. Until, yeah. Well, well, unless you want to wake up and watch the NBA yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Which uh, we we may ask Sam about that too. He follows the NBA, and we got to get Coley back. It's yeah. To do yeah. An NBA playoff preview. Because I'll be looking for a few series to bet there, and we'll talk plenty more NBA and NHL once the playoffs start. It's just hard to get into uh, the cards each day when you don't know who's going to play. It's hard to give you winners. Uh, you know, because that's all we do on here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hard to give you winners when we know yeah. who's going to play, especially yeah. days in advance. So, all right. So, in the first segment, uh, we talk basketball. We're going to talk uh, a little bit more. Uh, actually, we're going to finish up this segment with NFL. I just want to get your thoughts on these uh, early season win totals and just see if anything sticks out to you immediately. I had a few uh, plays that I really liked. You know, obviously, it's hard to do this without seeing who teams draft and, right, and right. so forth. But uh, was there anybody? Uh, that, that stuck out to you as being a what you think would be a great over um, or under yet? I let's see. I like. Um, I I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna go into the NFC here in the. I, I don't even remember the names of the divisions. Sometimes I, I, the division with the Packers, North the, the a, a, NFC North. Yeah, I like the Bears over their total of seven okay. and a half. That's gonna be one of my better plays. And I'm sticking in that same, in that same division. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna play the Lions over nine and a half. Okay, so Lions and Bears over, and I'm gonna stay in that same division and give you what I think is just absolutely stealing money is Packers under seven and a half. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that I think they'll stink, as coaches said. The Bears and the Lions are gonna be better. I agree. Minnesota's gonna be okay, 
I, I think Green Bay, I know Aaron Rodgers is a pain in the ass, but uh, this is a big drop-off for this team, and they they couldn't really do anything with him last year. So. I agree. I think that's a really good bet. I, I really, I really like that. can't see them winning five, maybe. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, I thought I thought their total should be about six and a half or five and a half. Uh, I was surprised when I saw seven and a half. What's your thoughts on the Steelers at eight and a half? Um, that's oh, probably about right. Well, that's though, about huh? right. That's a tough yeah. one. We're about to... We'll have to give more information later. Yeah, Maybe and it's in- tough with the draft. You don't even know who these teams are going to draft. I, I would tend to lean uh, Cleveland over just off of first instinct. I think uh, nine and a half. I think the Browns will be a little better this year. I thought last year they had a lot of issues, obviously with Deshaun Watson and not being able to play, and uh, they they just they really kind of lost their their desire to even be out there. It looked like towards the end of the year. So I would be I'm maybe looking at the Browns. Uh, I don't know. Jag- How about your Jags? Ten and a half. That's a that's a high <laughs> number for them. Uh, I first glance I like them over the total, but boy, that's a that's a that's a heavy number. They got to go eleven and seven, right? They yeah. play eighteen. Yep. They play eighteen games. Yeah. 18. Eleven and seven. I, I still think they can achieve that, but I'll I'm gonna do a little more homework on that. Yes. Yeah. Originally, right out of the gate, I, I like them, but ten and a half is tough. Yeah, and a couple other teams. I, <clears throat> the draft's going to depend a lot, like New England, Tennessee, well, yeah. Washington. Right now, looks like an under to me at seven and nah, a half. I I'm, was looking at too, and I, I, I don't, and I don't know the Giants. Maybe they had a good year last year. Maybe they backslide. New Orleans up nine and a half. That seems a little high. Um, you know, I know, I know they upgraded at quarterback, but geez, I mean, maybe just because that division's so bad. And the Colts rumored to be the front runners for Lamar Jackson now, so they're six and a half. So maybe if you're going to take a gamble on that, uh, that they, if they get him, they would probably win seven or eight, I think at least. Uh, how about the Cardinals at five and a half? Uh, <laughs> I think Kyler Murray being out for almost the whole year. Uh, I, I guess. think they're going to stink. I like I'll Houston. You, maybe I like them over a little bit. Houston. Yeah, I like the Texans over five and a half. I think a that's a little bit. low. I think they're going to have a. Uh, I think with, they could win seven or eight with D'Amico Ryan's in in that division. I think there's going to be some energy in that team. Yes, I, I think. And they played very hard last year, so I I think they'll like them over five and I yep. think they could win seven or eight games. I agree with that. I agree in that division. Uh, yep. What all right? And the last one I ask you about uh, Baltimore's hard to pr- to pick yet. How, what's your thoughts on Denver with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton? How oh, do they boy. they get any better? Maybe a little bit. I don't oh, know. Man, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't like them at all. But yeah, that, I know that, they're that, hard to that, like. That, that number there, eight and a half. That's probably going to be about right where they are. Eight and ten. Eight and ten. Nine and nine. Yeah. So that that's that's going to be that's going to be right on the number. And then uh, Philly and Buffalo probably about right, huh? Ten and a half. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Philly Philly's going to be losing a lot of guys, but I, I'm sure they're still going to be pretty good in Buffalo as long as they have Josh Allen. I think. Will and be. Philly with uh, Hertz is. You know, yeah. I don't know. That's, yeah. Well, it's a little early numbers. for that. So if you wanted to get some early, value on early some, picks, so. basically you're taking a guess on who, how teams draft and and how they uh, improve their rosters in that in that little bit of. Of time there from uh, from now until after the draft and or early May, uh, we'll talk plenty more NFL draft. Chris will be back with us. I think that's probably one of his favorite things the entire year, uh, the NFL draft, and uh, we'll get all his great insight. Uh, probably uh, Cooley and Sam they follow that stuff yep. pretty good. So we'll have plenty more to talk about. We're gonna take a break on Better's Last Stand. Come back, talk some golf, uh, touch on a little hockey and some XFL. We'll be right yep. back after this. Yep. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. 
All wagering activity should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand. Matt and Coach here with you. Chris out traveling the roads uh, down in Lower Salem on his way home. But that's okay. Uh, we'll get his picks for the week. Remember, you can check our picks out at the Pine Room Podcast on the Instagram. Jub does a great job getting those up for us. And then I put extra ones on Twitter, ones that uh, we we had to get out before he was able to put them on the Instagram or after uh, some of the things change in real time. As you know, injuries, changes, all kinds of stuff happen. So uh, be on the lookout. I put picks up for just about every sport you can imagine this time of year. So We'll keep trying to get you winners. We were up about five units last week thanks to Sam's uh, Tyler Reddick pick, and we're going to talk to Sam a little bit later in the show and see uh, what he's what he's liking this week at Richmond. Coach, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but you've been to Richmond. Uh, oh, great time. track. Great track. Great yeah. track. One of, my, one of my favorite, the hairpin. The hairpin that's a good track. It's yeah. just a fun track. It's like an intermediate track. It's not. You know, it's, yeah. it's got the short track feel, but it's also got uh, some space. Actually, I'm thinking too. of Martinsville with the hairpin, but right. uh, Richmond is a neat short track a lot of fun yep we're going to talk about that in the final segment of the show today all right so uh, a couple things just hitting on a few nhl things we were talking uh off camera here about the penguins last night as they continue to limp towards the playoffs they're hanging on to the last playoff spot but they may not be for long uh they 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 lose last night to detroit seven to four down three nothing come back tied at three and then end up getting beat but uh i i don't think the penguins are going to be doing much in the playoffs i don't think chris feels that way either. i wonder what their uh because I, I didn't look at their schedule the rest of the way out how how is their schedule um uh it's it's not bad it's it's favorable to the to the point where they're expected to make the playoffs like they're they're favored to make the playoffs but like even their next game though they play nashville which is not which is not an easy game at all so you you have uh, Nashville who just beat the Bruins uh, last night, but every game for the Penguins is just a struggle. So they they seem to play a little better against the better teams. Yeah, strangely I was say, enough, last night was a tough loss for yeah, them. That was a bad loss. Yeah, so they're they're at uh, the Predators on Thursday, and then they got to play the Bruins. But then they play the Flyers, which they should win. And they got at the Devils, but then the Wild, the Red Wings, and they finish up with the Red Wings, Blackhawks, and and Jackets, all teams that are out of the playoffs. So. That that could be beneficial for them, um, but I just don't see this team doing anything in the playoffs. I'll, I'll sadly I'll be I'll be fading them. They're lined up to play the Bruins right now, and it just it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, that, it's going to be an absolute they, slaughter. Probably. They might they might just hope that they're uh, on the golf course. Yeah, uh, here in a couple of weeks, three points behind uh, the Panthers or the Islanders. Sorry, for yeah, the uh, seventh spot. Yeah. So if they could get to seven and they could play the Hurricanes, they've played the Hurricanes. I think they've lost to them every time this year, but every goal, every game was one goal game. So they've they've competed with them uh, relatively well. So I'm not saying the Penguins couldn't win a couple games there, but as we mentioned, uh, we'll talk a bunch more. I'm looking forward to hockey playoffs. I'm getting series bets. I really enjoy those. They're fun. Lots of different things you can do. Plus games, minus games, lots of options. So we'll, we'll dive into all those series as uh, as hockey has about two more weeks left. NBA finishes up on Easter, so we're getting down to the to the end with those two uh, eighty two game season uh, 
leagues, the NHL and NBA. Uh, just a couple of things. I always say it every week. Vancouver, 32-6. and six. amazing. Yes. Goal in the first 10 minutes on the road. That's been unbelievable. Colorado, 15-2. and two, The last 17, goal in the first 10. The Oilers now, 21-3. and three, Their last 24, goal in the first 10. And they are 12-0. Their last 12 first period overs. Amazing. Uh, so, Keep riding those streaks. St. Louis now getting in the mix. 13 and 1, their last 14 goal in the first 10. And Montreal, 13 and 1, first period overs in the last 14 games. So these trends, once they're getting up into double digits, you know, they're they're very strong percentage plays. Uh, so jump on them while you can. Only got a few more weeks of the season left. And uh, then in the playoffs, coach, as you know, it's a whole different brand of hockey and oh, yeah. playoff time. So things change and uh We'll see. We'll have to adapt and uh, try to get you some better angles uh, heading into the playoffs. All right, let's go to uh, where a lot of these hockey teams are going to be here in two weeks on the golf course. So we got the Valero Texas Open uh, in uh, San Antonio, I believe. Uh, yes, yep, San, Antonio. San Antonio. So uh, not not the greatest field, but this is a really big tournament for some guys as this is the last ticket to the Masters. Yeah, here. like, so, like uh, Ricky Fowler yes, needs a win. I got him circled. Matt Kuchar. Kuchar uh, needs yep. a win. Davis Riley. Davis Riley, yep. yep. There, so. There's there's a lot of guys in here that uh, – and, and I would suggest I won't be playing any of the guys who are actually in the Masters. There's only a few, a handful of them that are playing in this. Uh, I'll, I'll be staying away from those guys. I don't think that's where their focus will be. No, they'll be warming they'll be up. They'll up, be sharpening up, trying to up. work on skills they'll use at Augusta. So I'll stay away from those kind of guys. Uh, who are some of your top plays here uh, this week at the uh, TPC San Antonio? Uh, like you said, with not such a real strong field, and you know the, the guys that have qualified for the Masters already going to probably just be doing a lot of um, – a lot of testing, a lot of making sure that they get things right and don't really care if they win this. Um, I think there's a lot of guys, um, the long shots that could could make you some yeah, money. I think it's a good price time. Week, I agree. Yeah, I think it's a good time to to make some bets. I, I mean, there's some guys. Um, obviously, you got you got to have to play Ricky Fowler because he's yes. going to play his ass off to get into Masters. Uh, Davis Riley's going to you know play his ass off, uh, and I'm a Kucher fan anyway. I like Matt yes. Kucher anyway. Um, He's one of my favorite golfers, anyway. But some other guys that um, that I like, like finishing the top twenties. Um, I've been doing a lot of research on some of these guys. To uh, like Andrew Putnam, I like yeah. him a little bit. He's a really good putter. Um, uh, he's you could get really good odds on him to finish inside the top twenty. I like him in a matchup too against Adam Shank. You can get him at minus one ten. I like Andrew Putnam to to take uh, to beat Adam okay. Shank. Uh, they came and I like Ricky Fowler over Siwoo Kim. You can get a good price on him. You can get a minus one ten. Good time to get a good price on Ricky Fowler. Uh, and then um, one other one I like. I like Cam Davis. You can get him at a good price over uh, Ryan Fox in a matchup uh, if you can catch that at one ten. Okay. A couple of guys I like in the top twenty. Um, I like uh, Hayden Buckley to finish in the top twenty. I think you can get a you get a really good price plus nine hundred. Good ball striker. Really good putter. Um, and in this field, I think he could, I think he could finish, crack the top 20 uh, and, and a couple guys I like a little bit or, I mean, not real long Christian Kirk. I like him. I don't know how you feel about him, Matt, yeah, yeah, no, Sam, Sam Ryder, uh, and then Brendan Totter, a couple that I, that I have circled too. Sam Ryder's a guy who I always thought was really talented, but he's, he's not, I don't know. His game's kind of been, hopefully he's starting to get yeah. on track a yeah, little well, bit. Well, I think yeah. so. I think his today or this weekend will be good for him. What What are you, what are you uh, leaning? No, I, I'm with you on the, on the guys you mentioned at first, Ricky Fowler, Matt Kuchar, Davis Riley, 
Thought those guys um, all, all worth a shot this week. Uh, Alex Noren, I like him a little yep, bit at 40 yep. to 1. Uh, Matt Wallace, a guy I've always liked over in the European tour. Played him a lot over there. And he's playing pretty well. He played really well last week. So I'm going to take a shot with him, 40 to 1. I think I'll uh, go with a top 10 on him as well. Yep. Longer shot guys, uh, Nick Taylor. Uh, he's about fifty to one. I think he'll be he'll be pretty strong. He's he's played well this year. Uh, this Joseph Bramlett. I heard a lot of people talking about him this week. Uh, okay. Somewhat familiar with his game. He's ninety to one, um, but his game seems to set up well for this course. So uh, if you're looking for a high price play, he might be the guy. Uh, maybe even a, a T ten T twenty. Yeah. And then uh, Nikolai Holgard. He, he's uh, he he's. Pretty good. He's been in Europe for a long time. I've been familiar with him over there. He's a top 10, top 15 performer over there. He's 60 to 1. Okay. So he might be worth a shot. And then uh, Ben Martin, 80 to 1, uh, had a good season along with Nick Taylor. Been a guy that's been on the leaderboard a lot. If you're not familiar with him, he, he seems to be popping up as one of those guys that you like, well, I don't really ever see him on TV, but his name's on the leaderboard all the time. So um, I. I will be f- kind of fading. I think Matsuyama, who I like yeah. next week, um, I agree. I'll be using him, uh, probably and, uh, and uh, Hatton, probably Terrell not, Hatton. Not I would been fade sharp, really, right? And, right. Uh, and he's the kind of guy that can just be so volatile. You just he lost all him. three of his matches last yeah, week. And just the, a in horrible showing for him. Uh, those are two guys I'll probably be, and I agree with you against Siwoo Kim as well. I'll probably be fading him a little bit, but, and then uh, I, I uh, defending champ JJ Small, and I like him. Yes. I like him a little bit too. Yeah, I he, hit him. I had him marked as a as finishing like a T10. Yeah, he's solid. He, his course history here is really good, so I think he's definitely a pretty safe play if you're looking for something. You can get him at a nice plus price for yeah. a T10, T20. Uh, definitely worth a look. But, yeah, start uh, start fine-tuning your picks for the Masters. Is there any any guys uh, that, that – uh, there's a couple guys that I was looking ahead uh, that I like. Anybody off the top of your head that you're really going to be high on next week? Uh, uh, no, not yet. Okay. I'm, I'm not I'm – not I'll, I'll really dive into that this week. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about about that hopefully we get to watch a day with your dad that would be a yeah. lot of fun if we could do that but uh you know obviously the the you know your front runners are going to be rory rom and scheffler how do you feel about these live guys coming back because i think they're getting disrespected on the odds yeah i think so, so i think so i think you could see uh i don't know about dj i mean i'm not uh, i yeah. i'm not sure he uh, I, where does he he's where, about 30 to 1 29 to 1 uh, i'm not I, i'm not sold on him um is is um is um Deschamps okay? He yeah, is playing. One hundred sixty-five to one. You can get him right now. I mean, I, unthinkable. Yeah. This last year, I mean, before this live thing, I mean, he's less than twenty to one. Now I know he's got injuries too, but you're not getting DJ at twenty-nine thirty to one uh, last year. You're not getting uh, uh, Cameron Smith oh, twenty-five man. to one. He was he was arguably the best golfer on the planet last year, yeah. other than Scheffler. Uh, uh, I would I would I'd look, I'd lean towards Cameron Smith, obviously, and. I, these guys are going to want to come over here and prove oh, that yeah. they can still play. Obviously. I think that's an added intrigue to it yeah. for me. I think some of those pairings, especially if you're getting guys that are live and then PGA going at each other on the weekend, yeah. that could be some really fun drama there. I, I think, think that's going to be fun. Daniel I, Berger, I mean, he could come yeah. over and, and play well. Joaquin Neiman. Yeah. I mean, we can't forget, there was a point four years ago or so that people thought Brooks Kepka was going to go on a Tiger Woods yeah. tear. So and you know he's got the, the the confidence and the swagger to do it. I don't know if his game's back, but you got some really good players here: Neiman, Kepka, Answer, Oosthuizen, who's just always on the leaderboards oh, yeah. of the majors. Absolutely. And then you got a the, uh, Masters champion, past champion Patrick Reed, one hundred and ten to one. I mean, and he, you know him, he's not the kind of guy that's going to shy away from a challenge. So he's going to be ready to go. 
Uh, I, I look for this to be very oh, intriguing. Be Bubba Watson, 275-1 to 1 for a two-time winner at the Masters. Sergio Garcia, I mean, you got a lot of guys, and then there's always Phil, which he, he just brings drama with him wherever he comes anywhere. Um, of the guys that have been playing stateside, I agree with you. I think basically Scheffler and Rom are going to be the, the guys to beat, but I think Jason Day's had a great year. I always thought that course kind of suited him, and I think Cameron Young's playing outstanding golf yes, he is. since he changed caddies. I was reading a story about that the other day. Uh, this new caddy and him seem to be really hitting it off. And then Justin Rose at about 85, 90 to 1. I've been waiting for him to, to do this. He's been very close a few times. The year Sergio won it, he beat Rose. So this course, he's he's very, very good at the Masters and has played uh, tremendous at Augusta National. I was looking at some of the, the top scoring average guys um, that I had written down here. Dustin Johnson. Uh, actually, Aaron Wise has the best. Uh, he's only played four rounds. But of guys that have played 30 rounds or more, Jordan Spieth is the best uh, at 70.71 uh, score average. Okay. Tiger Woods, 90, uh, 94 rounds of 71. John Rahm's right up in there. So you got, of the guys, Scheffler, Spieth, Rahm, and Tony Finau are your top guys here. Actually, Will Zalatoris, but he's only played eight rounds, so it's yeah. hard to judge. But uh, lots to talk about. We're, we'll dive into this hard yeah. next week. Uh, but you got a lot of great guys coming back over here. Uh, Xander Shoffley does really well here. Corey Connors has played really well at Augusta. Uh, really fun. I mean, you, you, you're you going to get great value pretty, pretty much on anybody you pick next week. Uh, so just... Uh, Keep your keep your ears and in, in mind open and be ready to go. Yeah, uh, you you want if you find a price you like out there, uh, jump on it. Uh, just real quick, we didn't mention it on the lead into the golf this week, but uh, thoughts on last week's match play? Uh, exciting, didn't turn out good for us at the end. No, we thought we were in pretty good shape geez. going into the final four, and then our guys kind of shit themselves. Yeah, uh, Rory, Rory, and uh, Scheffler both let me down in semis, and then 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 I went with uh, then I went with Scheffler. In the consolation match, yeah. and he got drilled. And, and then, I had uh, Cam Young, and he oh, lost he the burns. Got, he just got drilled. Yeah. So no, it wasn't a good finish for for us at all. There, I I do like the match play, and from what I hear, the guys, yeah. the players really like it too. Um, I know it's grueling for the guys that make it to the finals, but I think they enjoy it. I think they like the head to head competition, and I. It's a shame it's going to be gone. Yeah, uh, they got to figure out a way to get something like right. that back on the schedule because that's too good to. Uh, to lose if you ask me i agree and, uh, i mean on the wgc those events are high paying i mean those are huge world golf uh points um tournaments so you got a lot of a lot of factors there that would would say i don't i don't really know why they would get rid of this but yeah uh, I, I don't, don't i don't understand money either. talks sponsors i don't oh, know yeah it's all there but uh uh, hopefully they do bring that back. Uh, any any closing thoughts on on Texas Open or anything? No, golf no, I'm I'm I, I, you know I always just look forward to golf. I, yeah. I'm, you know, again, it's not a. Risk. You're a high percentage golf player. That's definitely it's a it's you're a, very good. It, it's a it's I I just really enjoy it. I don't know. I'm sort of getting like your dad. Yeah, you know, your dad is a just a diehard golf guy. Just probably he's like me. Didn't didn't play it very much in his life, right. but he just I don't know. I don't know whether it's the calmness of it. The, just the peacefulness of being able to just sit and yeah. well, and you don't have players acting like assholes. Too you often. don't have referees that <laughs> right. Uh, right. you don't have referees deciding who's going to win, and that not no stoppages of play other than occasionally for a rules yeah. check or something. But I I don't know. I yeah. just I just really like it and love betting it too. Yep. love betting it. So I'll be I'll be on it all week this week, and then next week really we'll crank it up and talk heavy on the match yes tons to talk about i uh, gotta get our plays ready for the neil mccormick golf pool too gotta figure oh, out how i'm gonna right. use for that next week yeah uh is that's uh chris is 
and Brad are dominating that right now. But uh, yeah, golf's awesome. Uh, this is a good time of year for golf. It's starting to get into its full swing, and we'll have golf pretty much every week here on Better's Last Stand. All right, last thing for this segment. <laughs> Uh, the XFL. So yeah. uh, again, I, I've been got a couple. I like happy about week. the XFL. I think it's been it's been a pretty good league so far this year. I think. Uh, uh, let's start out with the game Friday: Seattle and Arlington. It's Seattle on the road, four and a half point favorite. Total thirty six and a half. Um, thoughts on on this game? I like Seattle. I like Seattle giving the points. Okay. I think they cover the four and a half. Um, coming in record four and two. Uh, at Arlington, I, I really like Seattle minus four and a half. I like that game under. I'm going to be okay. going under the 36 and a half uh, on that. I think it's a, a tightly played game. I think pretty evenly matched team. So I'm going to be leaning under in that one. All right. Then we got two games on Saturday. Uh, bef- well, actually, the one will be going on against the Final Four. Terrible decision there. Jesus. Uh, yeah. The three o'clock game, San Antonio at Vegas. Vegas minus three. Total 37 and a half. What do you got on that one, Coach? I'm playing San Antonio, catching uh, the two and a half. Me too. Uh, yeah, I like them. I don't think Vegas should be giving anybody points. No, they're terrible. Uh, and I like that game over a little bit. I think maybe maybe some points there. Uh, I'm going to lean to the over. I okay. thought that was a uh, touch low. But um, then again, Vegas does have an issue scoring, so that might be a problem. But I'm going to go San Antonio and over there. And then the nightcap, 6 o'clock. Won't have many eyeballs on this, and I geez. bet there will be even less people in the stands. D.C. at Orlando. Orlando, a 9.5-point dog at home. Uh, to the D.C. defenders who are really good, a total 44. Playing this game over the total. Okay. I'm you like it over, and I like D.C. minus the 9.5. I, uh, I think Orlando's terrible. They'll give up a bunch of points, but I think they're good enough to score uh, maybe 20. So I, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm playing that game over. All right, and then the Sunday, the closer for the weekend, the 2 o'clock kick, Houston hosting St. Louis. Houston minus 3. The total forty three. What do we got here, Coach? Matchup of four and two teams. Yeah. I'm I'm taking the I'm taking the points. I'm taking St. Louis. Okay, get, catching the three. Houston coming off a, a loss at DC. Uh, see see what they got. But St. Louis has been a good team. They 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 remind me of Battlers. They're called yes. the Battle Hawks. But they they're in in the game every week. Uh, definitely could could almost be undefeated. They've played a played well the whole entire season from what I've seen of them. Uh, I like the over in this game. So okay, I'm going with the over. All right. Uh, that concludes the XFL. Again, if you haven't watched that, it's uh, it's been pretty good. It's Not been bad. pretty entertaining. They're going to do it again next year. I think the Rock's got some good stuff going there, like some of the rule uh, changes. I wish the NFL would go to some of those. Uh, the NFL, we'll talk more about the uh, rule changes and the uh, scheduling differences in the NFL next, probably next week uh, when we get Chris back. Uh, he's Mr. NFL, so oh, yes. we'll, uh, we'll have him uh, study NFL. up on that and, uh, and and get ready get ready for that. So, Alright, well we're going to take a break on Better's Last Day. We're going to come back in our third segment and uh, hopefully we uh, have arrangements made with, with Sam to uh, join the program. So We'll be right back. Hopefully with Sam, we're going to talk NASCAR, a little Formula One, uh, some Major League Baseball, and uh, maybe a touch on NBA. That's only if he wants to talk about it, because we yeah. sure don't. But I don't. Anyway, uh, we'll be back on Better's Last Stand. It's Matt and Coach with you. We'll be back after this. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand.
All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand, segment number three. We're actually going to have two guests today. We're, we have a uh, guest here now, Mr. Baseball, we'll call him, Jarrett, regular Pine Room contributor. You can see him every, or hear him every week and see him now on our YouTube channel, WKKX, a watchdog, as we do seven hours of radio a week. You'll see him in there a lot. See him on the Pine Room podcast regularly. Uh, Jarrett was out last night. He was he had the night off from the regular yeah, podcast. Yeah, it was nice. But uh, we want to bring him in today and get some baseball picks from him before we get to Sam and uh, talk some racing and some baseball with Sam. Sam just got home from work. Jarrett's in his little bunker at home right now. So, all right, Jarrett, I'm not going to waste any time. Let's get into the baseball talk right now. I know yesterday on the radio you said you were very high on the Marlins. Tell us a little bit about why you like the Marlins and if you think they can contend in the uh, NL East. Yeah, well, like you said, that's the the – Probably one of the toughest divisions in baseball, but I don't know. I, I, I kind of they made some pretty good moves in the off season. They they lost uh, one of their their better pitchers in Pablo Lopez, but in return got probably you know arguably arguably the best hitter in baseball right now was the AL batting champ and uh, Luis Arise, and then uh, picked up Jorge Soler, and then you know they have uh, you know Jazz Chisholm, and then. Their pitching still with Sandy Alcantara. I think I really think they can can compete in that division. I don't think they'll be good enough to win it, uh, but I think I think they they could easily go over their win total. Okay, well, how about uh, do you think that they could maybe sleep, uh, sneak into one of the wild card spots? I think yeah, National absolutely. What well, especially now with the the expanded. Um, you know the the expanded playoffs. I think they definitely could sneak in for sure. Yeah. So the Marlins sitting at plus four seventy five right now to make the playoffs. That's a great number. And then they are their win total right now seventy four and a half, seventy five and a half. I'm seeing two different ones. So uh, yeah, no, I, I don't see why yeah. they couldn't do that. Yeah, uh, I, I mean it's a tough division, but like, you made some a uh, pretty strong case for them. Uh, how how are they? Uh, going to be affected at all you think by by any of these rule changes in, in, in significantly or is it about the same as for them yeah, as every w- other team i would say about the same i mean everybody is going to have to adjust to it which is uh, it's going to be interesting to see I, i'm i'm pretty anxious to see i think it i think it's going to bring a different kind of feel obviously a different feel but i, I think it's going to bring, bring a little excitement to the game hopefully yes. and I'd like to see the Marlins be good because I like that organization and I think that that area needs to needs some some excitement in baseball yes. for sure. It, it'd be it, nice when they it, when they see it they see it during the World Baseball right. Classic and then it's you know when they get to the the regular season it's like blech. That was what I was just going to say. There's great great crowds in that stadium, probably bigger biggest crowd they've ever had, and then. Uh, yeah, then they go to nothing. But yeah, hopefully they yeah. stay in contention. They they were a scrappy team. I mean, they play hard and, they, and they're pretty good at home. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully that continues. How about in the American League? Who's a who's a dark horse team or a team that you think maybe is a little under the radar uh, that maybe could make a run uh, at their win total over or the division or uh, just to make the playoffs? What do you got? I in the AL? Th- one team in the AL that I really really like I, the the Orioles. Okay. I think the Orioles are going to be very very good. Seventy six and a half I see right now uh, on DraftKings. I, I I like that over and honestly I think they can make a run at the division. I think it's a tough one with the with the the Yankees and. Red Sox and Rays, but I, I think I, I I really really like them. Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson, the the young guys coming up. I I think the Orioles probably are my strongest play in the AL. Oh boy, that, that's music to my ears. I hope that's that's great. Uh, what what are your thoughts on that? You mentioned the Red Sox. What do you think about them? I think they'll be actually a little better than people think, but uh, I don't expect a lot out of them with their pitching staff. 
Yeah, they and they they uh, picked up that guy from Japan uh, who played really really yeah, well in the Yoshida WBC. Or, yeah, Yoshida, he's good. Yoshida, uh, Yakanot. I forget what his last name is, but yeah, I, I I think I think the Red Sox will be better than a lot of people think. I mean, they still got uh, you know Trevor Story, Alex Verdugo, Rafi Devers, which is a yeah pretty it's a pretty good lineup. loaded lineup, but pitching is going to be their their big issue. Chris, if Chris Sale can even stay healthy. <laughs> well, they got Kenley Jansen in the bullpen yeah, now. Huge, I don't know how yeah, good I feel about up. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I would rather. Oh, they did get Corey Kluber though, right? Jansen. He's their opening day starter, I think. Kluber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Kluber, I mean, I don't but know I, if he can stay healthly. He's kind of getting old. We'll yeah, we'll see. I, I I don't know how I feel about them, but I think that I think the Orioles could make a, make a little noise. Okay. How about uh, how about in the Pirates division? How about the NL Central? Your dad and I are very high on the Cubs. Uh, yeah, that's wanna, what Want to get said. your thoughts on on how how do you think this division shakes out? Are the Cardinals Cardinals are probably the team to beat on paper, but uh, how how do you see it? Because I'm I'm really not certain about Milwaukee being very good. Yeah, we were talking about it on the radio about the the Brewers. Uh, they're pitching obviously with Woodruff and uh, uh, Burns is good, but man, their lineup I, I don't. They have maybe who uh, Rowdy Telez and <laughs> Willie Adamas, but yeah. uh, the I, to me I think the Cardinals are the clear runaway favorite for the for the, the division. I don't know how I feel. I'm a little surprised by your guys Cubs confidence. Yeah, I, I, I hate the Cubs too, but I yeah, I just good. have a feeling that they're going to be good. I thought they you I think, thought they played above their talent level last year, and I think they got some decent uh, additions this year. You think uh, you think Bellinger have a little bounce back? Good change of setting for him. I I, I think he definitely uh, performs a little bit better. Um, and your boy Dansby, I'm surprised yeah, you're not. On yeah, I know. Kind of, a, he's I a know. winner just by trade. Surprised so. you're not on the Cubs with Dansby going there. I know, not not just around <laughs> him. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll be. Uh, I'll be interested to see how they how they play out. All right, now the biggest, obviously, the biggest question that everybody's waiting to hear. You know, because uh, you we see that. Well, I I wouldn't get rid of that jersey. That's probably a lot, worth a lot of money. That jersey, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't dare get rid frame of it. That. Drunken Jung Ho, for those of you listening, uh, yeah. Jung Ho Gong, Jared's yeah, gone on. But but we need, and the people are sitting on the edge of their seats. Will will they surpass their win total this year? Um, absolutely. No, oh, absolutely. As a, as a non as a non biased. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, pirate fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't even like the Pirates. Yeah, Either okay. They're going over. Me and Chris, me and Chris are on the same page. They're going to yeah, go soup over. too. Yeah, soup, soup was geez, soup. They could have like three guys on the field and soup would think <laughs> that they're going over. But I'm going to say over just because it's fun. Why? Yeah. I can't root against my my team. Uh, I know you can't. You got to be realistic. You gotta, uh, uh, I'm what not, do you guys I'm... have it? I see sixty eight and a half right now. Yeah, we actually bumped up a game. Yep, we're talking with Jarrett right now, talking baseball here on Better's Last Stand. Matt and Coach with you in the studio. Jarrett remoting in. Uh, we're going to have Sam on in a couple minutes. All right, so let's get to these uh, divisions real quick uh, before we let go, Jarrett. Uh, NL East, who, who's your who's your team to beat? That's a tough division, as you mentioned. Mm, I know man. you like the Marlins, but uh, to win the division, Braves, Mets, Phillies, who are you going with? Uh, that's a tough one. I, I think the Mets have... I think it would have been the Mets with Diaz, but I think that that really really hurt them. So I'm going to go with the Braves. Uh, I, I think, think that's the, the best. They're the healthiest clear. right now. Is the yeah. uh, Phillies lost Hoskins? So yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that hurts too. I forgot about the Phillies. Yeah. So tough, tough times for both those teams. All right. You already said the Cardinals. Uh, how about in the NL West, Padres or Dodgers, or do you have a dark horse? Uh, man, that's a t- that's another tough one because the pro- the Padres just loaded up. They did this off season. I. I 
I still think the Dodgers, though. They're just okay. too good. And hopefully hopefully our boy Michael gets up there soon. He will. It'll be, baseball's yeah. a long year, as, you, as oh, we yeah. know. Yep. Uh, do you, who, do you, who do you see uh, out of the, obviously, the Dodgers and, and Padres, the two teams to beat? If there's a team in the West that can sneak around and maybe get into the playoffs, uh, I doubt it's the Rockies, but I'll let you decide. Uh, D-backs or Giants, who would you go with I, there? I think I think the the Giants, but I I'm I'm not sleeping on the D backs. Yeah, though. your dad I think likes the D backs. Yeah, could, could sneak into the the playoffs. I, they I really really like that uh, Alec Thomas guy. He played for Mexico in the WBC. I really like yeah. him and uh, Corbin Carroll. That's the guy for uh, he's he's one to watch for the rookie of the year. He is he, he's a player. I thought the uh, I thought the Diamondbacks had some good young players last year. I thought they they were again a team that overachieved along with the uh, a team. We'll go to the uh, AL Central now. Uh, I thought the Royals were the same thing. A pretty pretty uh, deep nucleus of young talent. They're just not ready yet. Uh, what what are your thoughts in the AL Central? Was that a two two horse race between the White Sox and Guardians, or does somebody else or the Twins? I guess too. Who who's your team in the AL Central? That's always such a weird division. I, I feel like they always are just underachieving. That the, the yeah. it'll kind of be tight beginning of the year, and then the the Guardians will, or they'll they'll pull away a little bit. But I don't know. That's a that's a really tough one for me. I I think the Royals could be sneaky good. The yeah. Tigers won't be any good. They'll be horrendous. But <laughs> I don't know. I probably if I I would say right now I kind of like the Twins a little bit okay. to to maybe. Maybe a little noise, but the I'd say Cleveland probably the. It always seems like one team winner. in that division always plays really well, to, like you said, at like the midway point of the year, and then the other teams just all fall apart. Yeah, like they yeah, never like get the two Sox teams last, in the, anymore. The White Sox just collapsed last year. I, that's a they're team too talented to be that out. bad again this year. I, I cannot figure out that team. I, the Guardians, though, you're right though. They're the most stable. Terry Francona is yeah. a great manager, and they're very stable. So. Um, they'll be they'll be hard to knock off. All right, uh, AL East. You already mentioned a little bit about how tough that was. You like the Orioles? Uh, who wins the division there? Yankees, Jays, or, or like you said, the O's may have a shot. Uh, gosh, again, another. Uh, there's really a lot of good divisions. There's some really good divisions, and there's some really right, bad. Like divisions. the one we're going to talk about last is probably the yeah. easiest one to pick. Yeah. Uh, pro- I mean, again, all of those teams: the Jays, Rays, yeah. Red Sox, Yankees, or all of those teams are good. Right. And we said, heck, we saw it last year how close that the race was. But probably gonna win to win the division. I might. I'm gonna say the Yankees. I think the okay. Yankees are are just too good right now with Judge and and then they got. I really like Anthony Volpe, the new uh, their new shortstop. I think they're gonna they're gonna hit some home runs. That's for sure. Yes, definitely. All right, and then the the AL West. Can anybody compete with the Astros? I know the Mariners are a pretty good team. I guess they'll be the next closest one, huh? Yeah, probably the Mariners really the only team in that division. The A's are just – I almost feel bad for the A's yeah. how bad they are. The Rangers are another team that you can't – I can't figure out. They should be – on paper, they should be great, but I, they're yeah. never – they don't They don't perform. Do they have enough pitching depth? I know they have DeGrom That's, now, and it'll come down to that. Their lineup's not bad, they, but uh. – Yeah, and they got – um. Oh, that other the other lefty for for them, and I can't remember his name. He's He was pretty good last year. Ranger – it was not Ranger Suarez – I forget what his name is. Um, but anyway, I yeah. I I don't know. With I don't know how you can't win with with Seager and Simeon up the middle. <laughs> Same way the Angels can't win with Trout and Otani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean the Astros, the Astros just yeah. dominate that division. I don't think it'll even be close again. They they might even repeat as World Series champs. Do, do the Angels have any chance of making the playoffs? 
I don't I don't think so. Their their pitching yeah, just is bad. not not good enough. And really their lineup's not even that good besides Trout and Otani. Right. And right. Rendon maybe if he can stay. Yeah, healthy. boy, I mean he's fallen off the face of the earth since yeah. he went out west. He was the greatest thing ever <sighs> in in two years ago. Couldn't get him out. And now he's no. yeah. Oof. Um all right, so uh before we let you go, uh if you have to make an early, early pick, uh who are who's matching up in the ALCS if you had to make a pick today? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go Astros and let's go. Man, that's a tough one. Astros right now seem like the clear cut favorite, but Astros and let's go. Let's go a fun one. We'll go Blue Jays. Okay. That's actually the exact same one that I have. (laughs) All right. How about the NLCS? Joy, this is Uh, hard too. Man, that's a tough one too. Uh, Cardinals, Cardinals and Padres. Okay. I have Cardinals, the Padres, Padres in there definitely, but I and I would have probably had the Mets, but I can't bet them now. So nope, they're they're nope. a mess. Maybe maybe our Cubs would make a run, Coach. Yeah, I don't know. Who do you like, Dad? Who do I like? Yeah, who, in that the AL and NL. Uh, I I can't ever bet the Yankees because I don't ever see them winning big. I I can't see the Astros not being there. Um, I I oh geez, ah man. That's a tough one. Um, can't be anything, anybody out of the the Twins. Oh boy. Ah, uh, oh jeez. All right, I'm going to say the Astros line up against. Oh jeez. Uh, oh, I'm going to have to say the Yankees. I hate to say it. Okay. Yuck. No, that's that's just an awful. That's an awful pick. And hopefully the Yankees. I hate that pick. That's terrible. Hey. Yeah. They're two but, two villains, but I think I like the Yankees more than the Astros. That's a terrible pick. <laughs> I actually don't mind the Yankees anymore. How about They're in the like... NL, coach? I'm going to play the Braves. I'm going to I'm going to take the Braves and uh, the Padres. Okay, Braves and Padres. All right, all right, good stuff, Jared. Uh, Jared, any any guys? Uh, anybody stick out to you uh, in, in any of the uh, statistical categories that you're high on? Home runs, strikeout. I don't know if anything. Uh, comes to the top of your head, anything you like um, as far as those go, season long uh, stuff. You think Trey Turner will put up a lot of stats? I th- I think I think he is going to have a a monster year. By the way, he's swinging the bat right now. Hopefully, he doesn't hit too bad of a skid. You know how that right. goes. He'll come out opening day and the first three weeks and just have like two hits over over three weeks. But ah, uh, how really? about let me ask you this one? These are two guys that I bet. Uh, to lead the league in steals, I want to get your opinion on them. Starling Marte at thirty to one, and Cedric Mullins at eight to one. You like either one of those guys? Ooh, that's a, that's Marte. Marte, that's an interesting one. I I don't really like that. I don't yeah. like that too much. I, I like. I just thought because they they the Mets may try to steal more bases this year. I took a shot. So that's we'll uh, that's all bad. How about uh, home run leaders? Uh, Jordan Alvarez was my top pick in that one. Yeah, that's I like. I like that. That guy, jeez, oh, he he is he is an animal. Yeah, he's really good. Um, all right, uh, coach. Anything else for Jarrett before no, we let uh, him go? Give, give me. How about a couple opening day winners tomorrow? Come on, Ooh. I got a couple uh, I like. I like the Brewers right. Cubs under Burns against Stroman. I think that'll be a low scoring game. Two one three two. I like the Reds a lot against the Pirates. I like the Angels minus one and a half with Shoey uh, with Otani on the mound. 
against the uh, uh, the A's. The A's stink, and I like the O's against the Sox. Those are my four okay. opening day winners. Oh man, take right. those, folks, and take it to the bank. Yep, I'll post those on the three social. out of four is going to come yeah. in for us. I'm gonna. All right, my my two. I got two here for you that okay. I I I like. You guys aren't gonna like the second one, but the first one I I like a lot. A lot, a lot. I like the Yankees tomorrow against the, against the Giants at home. I like the Yankees a lot. And then I, I'm going to set. I'm going to go with my Buccos. I think they'll win tomorrow. They they always seem to play good on opening day. All right, so you're against always, Coach on that one. They're facing a po- potential Cy Young winner tomorrow. Yeah, he'll he he will he'll be too too wild tomorrow. I like he'll the Braves tomorrow. Up. He'll overthrow. Braves minus one and a half is my best bet tomorrow. Uh, okay, I yeah. think they'll crush uh, Patrick Corbin. He was like a pinata last year. Okay, so you're the yeah, Braves. yeah. <laughs> you're the Braves minus one and a half. And then uh, I'll take a little look maybe at the Blue Jays, but uh, on the road at St. Louis. Uh, but I don't know. Is that Manoa guy lost any weight, Jarrett? No, no, he's yeah, still see, that, big. That worries me. Our West Virginia, West Virginia guy. Yeah, I worry about him. I like Mets and Marlins under too. I think that maybe Mets Marlins under. See how we do. Yep. See, see if we get off to the start to the, a good start and keep it rolling. If Champ had a phone, I get him to call, but uh, he's got phone problems because he's the baseball guy. So Jarrett, yeah, uh, he- thanks for joining us here on Better's Last Stand. We greatly appreciate it. We're going to uh, go over to your cousin Sam now. Talk a little uh, racing. We're going to get his picks on baseball as well. So. Uh, have a good evening, and we will uh, see you on the radio station tomorrow. Yep. See you guys tomorrow. Good talking, a little baseball. Glad yep. it's here. Thanks, Jared. All, All, right. All right. All right, guys. Later. Reminder Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand. We are joined by Mr. Sam Pavlik here to talk some racing and to talk some baseball, maybe get some NBA winners from him. He's a man of many talents. Sam, great of you to join the show again. We're, we're glad we got the uh, the Skyping all, all connected up. We tested it with Jared a few minutes ago, and now we got you. So welcome to the show. Yeah, it's good to see you guys. Hope everybody's had a great day and I'm um, ready to talk some sports. So, all right. So, so let's not waste any time. We'll we'll, we'll finish with baseball since that starts tomorrow. Uh, let's let's get into uh, NASCAR first. This is your uh, this is your main wheelhouse right here. Uh, NASCAR and F1 back in action this week. NASCAR Cup Series goes to Richmond. Uh, you had a great winner last week. You uh, put us above the uh, the the. Uh, threshold of winning last week as you had a nice winner with Tyler Reddick that we posted in, uh, in about 9 or 10 to 1 and you were our uh, our top performer last week on Better's Last Stand so keep up the good work the pressure's on now uh, I know it's hard to pick <laughs> yeah. these, uh, these racing guys a little early in the week because you want to see where they qualify and, and so on and so forth see who has the best car but you do a pretty good job deep diving into the statistical data and the background and the uh, course history uh, of these guys and uh, even with these new cars, you got a couple years. We got a couple years under our belt of uh, some past results to rely on. So, where are we going this week at Richmond? Who are who are some of the guys that stick out to you and uh, and, and are going to be on the radar this week? All right. So, two things I'm going to point out right off the bat: Kyle Busch, the last four races 
that you know that have been at Richmond. He's top ten in all of them, mm. so he's almost a lock to get a top ten. It's it, it's just money. I, I looked at all the old races. He he starts well. He finishes well. Right. And also a, a little sleeper here. We got Kevin Harvick. Yeah. Last Didn't he two win years last time? first. Yes, last two years, first and second in these races, and you know Harvick's on that last hurrah. Right. It may end up being one of those. Just you know, got nothing to lose. Last yeah. race at Richmond, I could definitely see a, an old man like Harvick getting it done. Yes. Also, I mean, all these Hendrick cars, the Bowman and Byron combination. There was a there was a camera shot last week at the end of the race where. Bowman was chasing Byron, and there were no other cars in any of the field that these teams have that that just get that aggressive and are that mean on the track. It just seems like their speed is far superior to everybody else. So honestly, Hendrick cars, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick—that's what that's what my gut and my eyes tell me. Right. So let me I'm ask you, at. Let me ask you this: uh, Kyle Larson, one of the Hendrick cars, he's had a lot of bad luck here early in the season. Uh, what, what do you think's going wrong with him, and uh, do you see him getting in on track here soon? I don't know if Richmond's the best track for him. I mean, he's always a contender. Uh, he, I mean, he has solid finishes at Richmond. But what do you think on Larson so far, and do you, do you see him improving as the season goes on? I definitely think he can improve because, you know, he's definitely a stud driver. It's just I, – I even wrote, keep an eye on Truex, Amarola, and Larson. They yes. just seem like – they don't. They're not having great years. They really aren't. But Larson, in particular, like you brought up, he's a top five driver. Yes. And I don't. We don't even hear his name or even see him finish. Honestly, no. He's had a lot of bad luck. Uh, the guy that I'm highest on, and, and you just mentioned him, uh, Martin Truex. Uh, picked him when you and I did the racing preview show. He was my pick to uh, to win the championship. He's gone off to a slow start, but I liked his run last week. I thought he was a contender last week. He, he raced pretty well. He's got a great track history at this track. Uh, I, I like him a lot this week. I think him and Denny Hamlin are uh, both dangerous guys. What do you think as far as manufacturers go? The Toyotas seem to be really, really strong here, and it's it's ironic this is called the Toyota Owners 400. How do you see the Toyotas? I mean, yeah. you got Hamlin, Truax, and Bell all, all going to be top contenders, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I have I have a five people right here. They're highlighted in green. I have Hamlin, Bell, Bush, Bowman, and Byron. Three of those being Toyotas, and the you know Hamlin, Bell, and Bush. Like twenty twenty two, last the second race in Richmond, the top five was Hamlin, Harvick, Byron, Truex, Larson. So all names that we have just brought up, I think it's going to be very very similar to that sort of finish. Just yeah. the Toyotas, the Hendrick cars. And maybe maybe a Harvick. Honestly, I, I yeah. see it very similar as to last year. I think Richmond Richmond has some good diversity as far as the manufacturers go because there's some Fords that have run well. Joey Logano's ran well there. Ryan Blaney's done well there. Um, and and I'm with you. I think Eric Almarola is a top ten. He'll be one of the plays that I'll be giving out this week. I think Almarola uh, a top ten finishes a really strong uh, chance there that he ha- gets the job done. And uh, coach, a guy that you're pretty fond of, Austin Dillon. I yep, he I has not him. started well this year, but uh, I like him this week. What I got do you him marked. Oh, I got him marked down. Yeah, it's a, I, I top ten, no doubt. Okay. All right, Sam. Sam. Matt, one other name also. Yeah, go ahead. One other name also that has got to be in there. I think is Ross Chastain. He's yes. always always up there yeah. he hasn't really finished that great at richmond but he's always in the mix pissing somebody off <laughs> yes he is he's not scared of anybody uh he and daniel suarez uh strong car strong team that track house team is really good coach who uh who are some of the guys no, you're I'm, looking I'm, at? I'm with you guys all all the way i every guy you um you guys mentioned i really like i do like um christopher bell 
and I like Austin Dillon. Those are two of my and then at my and one matchup I like I like Harvey over Larson. Okay, I I, I think Harvey's going to be Ooh. really really strong like here. All right, I like that. stuff. All right, uh, let's jump tracks, Sam. I don't know if you've looked at all at the uh, at the uh, trucks or the or the Xfinity. I, I can wait and get your plays on those. I don't know if you had anybody off the top of your head that that sounded good. Uh, trucks are actually in Texas this week, and the uh, Xfinity are also at Richmond. Any, any guys stand out there quickly? If not, we can uh, just post them on Twitter this weekend. I don't have trucks, but I do have the Xfinity. Okay. The trucks, I just. The trucks just seem like there's like three people that finished top three, yeah, and that's it. But but for the truck, or excuse me, for the Xfinity, I have a John Hunter Nemechek. Okay, I I can see him just from the from the data and the numbers I was looking at. My gut was telling me Hunter Nemechek, you know, the Hill, Barry, Allgaier. Right. It, there's like a string of eight to ten cars that just they you really can't lead yourself astray if you go with like. Hill, Barry, Allgaier, Nemechek. Yeah, you're right. Meyer, it's Smith, the same, Herbst. Same top five, and, and then maybe four of them, and then there's a wild card each weekend maybe that, that steps up. Right, like and, like that, that Truex win a couple weeks ago, I kind of view that as a... Yeah, an outlier, just a, you know, something you're not used to. Right, just an outlier, good for him, got a win, but... Okay, all right, so let's, uh, let's, let's switch from stock cars over to uh, touch on Australian Grand Prix here briefly. Uh, <laughs> Not a lot of suspense in this again. Uh, although uh, the Ferrari did win uh, last year, uh, Leclerc won last year, led every lap. Um, Red Bull off to a great start with back to back wins there. Max uh, week one, and then Sergio in the second race of the season. Uh, Fernando Alonso has been great. Uh, we kind of we kind of forecasted that we thought he would take a bump up this year, which is great to see. He still has it. He's still got the talent and the drive to be good. Um, okay, so thoughts here on the Australian Grand P- Grand Prix this weekend. Uh, did anybody knock Red Bull off? Or uh, I mean, they, Red Bull wasn't great here last year, so I mean, no. they did finish second, I guess. So that's still pretty good. But what are your thoughts on no. this race overall? Nobody's, nobody's knocking them off, Matt. F one, honestly, it is boring. Yeah, I know. I mean, I love it, but it is boring, man. I mean, it's top three. It's Red Bull, you know, Ferrari. Aston and then Mercedes and then what happens after that I don't know. It's not McLaren, I know that. It's just, just like worse. Right, exactly. And also this race is at 1 a.m. Right. So I will be recording it. I don't <laughs> think I'm staying up for the Australian Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like last, you know, last week Verstappen started in the back, easily got to the front. Nobody could stop him. No. You had to take out to 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 stop the guy it's right i mean and it took you know you know checo needed like 13 spots advantage to start the race to be able to hold him off now he was coming too if there was more yeah, time exactly. left, he was going to track him down <laughs> right um, and i don't think the last two years i didn't race here so right right because of the COVID. Of COVID. Um, so so if we're trying to to make a little cash on this there was a couple of bets that i thought maybe uh that, that I was trying to look at because as Sam mentioned it, it's it's so predictable right now the Red Bulls if they don't have mechanical failures they're probably going to win the race so you got to try to look outside the box try to find some things uh teams with two in the top 10 or two in the top six do you think Aston Martin can continue their strong uh performance so far and, and maybe get two in the top 10 something uh something like that could be worth a play or I had even if it took a shot maybe with Fernando Alonso to have the fastest lap at plus five dollars I don't know and anything stick out to you uh maybe Alpine double top 10 something any any of those sound good I definitely think the Fernando Alonso fastest lap is a great great 
shot, but I don't know how many other chances of making some money we're going to have just because Yeah. It's just such a vast difference from the top 3 to the everybody else. It is. It just seems way way more distance from this year to last year. I Yeah. They're supposed to Alonso be finished well with Alpine last year. Yeah. What what are your thoughts uh what are your thoughts on Mercedes? Going forward, uh, I was considering maybe both of their guys in the top six, but now when you start getting down to it, if Ferrari runs pretty well at this track, you got the two Red Bulls, the two Ferraris, and then you got to figure Alonso's in there. So that's five of the top six right there. So uh, George or Lewis has to try to get by one of those sets of uh, teammates. I think George. I think George is the better driver than Lewis right now. I think Lewis is some something's in his head. Something's going wrong. Like, yeah, you can't win all those titles and then just go backwards this much yeah i know it's a shame for him actually uh probably all because of the equipment but who knows maybe he's lost a little bit yeah it's just like lewis hamilton needs to he's a top three driver yeah i know it's uh for me at least you know i just view it like the jimmy johnson thing like the more you race the more you don't win the more your legacy is just yeah tarnished yeah well we'll see if lewis has anything as the uh, f1 season continues on um Australian Grand Prix set for uh, 1 a.m. on, uh, well, I guess it's Sunday morning technically. but uh, So enjoy that. Uh, we'll put the picks up on social media, who we like. Again, it's hard to beat Red Bull. But you never know, Sam, as you know well, uh, qualifying could could play a, play a role here. If you have somebody has an issue equipment-wise uh, where you can get Verstappen starting 14th in, in plus money to win, he's still worth the bet, right? Unbelievable. Yeah, he's always worth a bet. We talked about it when I came down there. He is the number one guaranteed bet every time. He is. There's nobody even close. Maybe a teammate. Yes. Maybe double podium finish for Red Bull every week this year or every race this honestly, year. Probably honestly, you, come you out wouldn't ahead. be bad. Yep. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad bet at all. Absolutely. All right. Well, that does it for the racing part of the show with Sam. Uh, we're with Sam Pavlik, racing analyst. Now we're going to get – now Sam's not just a racing guy, so we got to know that about him for yeah. you people who are just uh, meeting him for the first time. He's an avid pirate fan, as you can see, with the – with a nice-looking hat on right there. He's got the uh, – is that Willie Stardew or Bobby Bonilla over there in that bobblehead? That was Sangian. That's Sangi. Yeah, yeah, all right. I see the number on that's it That's Sangian. For a minute, I thought it said 25, Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, okay, there's Sangian. All right, I see definitely him. All right, good uh, stuff. I got, I, got, I, got one, I got one that's even better, though. All right, let's You'll see. love this one. Oh, 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 oh Duke Doman Duffy. Yeah, we, we have that one. <laughs> That's your Uncle Chris's favorite ballhead ever, I think. Oh, my God. What a joke. Yeah. All right. So, Sam is a guy of many talents. He's into the NBA. He's into the NHL. He's into MLB. Since MLB's starting tomorrow, Sam, uh, let's let's go to uh, to baseball. Um, who are some of the teams you're high on? I know I talked to you uh over the uh, winter a few times about baseball and you were talking about how you're you're kind of high on the Blue Jays and you were trying to find a couple other teams that maybe got you some value as far as uh, baseball betting goes. Where did you end up and who were some of your front runners? My, my gut, I keep going back to this team, is the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> all right. That's Jared's. Uh, Jared loves they, We all like them. Awesome. I, I don't know what it is. They just have talent. They were good last year with little talent. It just seems that it's snowballing and like too much positivity for the for the Orioles. I think that they can just 
string together enough wins and i don't think that their division's that great either i really don't you think the uh the the i, I kind of think that i think the red Sox are down i don't think they'll be horrible i don't think the rays are a little bit down and i don't really like the yankees that much is that your thoughts too i don't do either think, i don't do you think toronto's the team to beat in that division i think so i love that they have good pitching good bats good you know a good feel like they have they're solid all around yeah it's but but baltimore is my team I, I just can't, you know, it's like that girl. You can't, you can't just, you can't get rid of her. Those oh, Baltimore right. Orioles, they just keep popping in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got a lot of good young talent. Nice. So hopefully they uh, can use the uh, experience they got last year as a benefit and they can uh, make a move in the, uh, in the AO East. How about, uh, let's stay in the American league. Uh, who's your top team or a team that you're looking at in the AL central? You see, I actually had a sheet. Uh, here. All right. I hate to say it, and I'm not a fan of them at all. I think it's the Guardians again. Okay. They're gonna be. I, I really do. I don't. I don't think the Twins are good. Me either. Like, I don't think. I think the Correa's whatever. Buxton's always hurt. Yes. I don't. I you really know, don't, I don't think that they're you anything. Know. You know. Tigers stink. Royals stink. Honestly, the White Sox kind of stink too. <laughs> they did last year. I think they're they'll be a little bit better now without Tony yeah. Larusa. They should be, but yeah, honestly, yeah. I, th- I think it's the Guardians. All right, I think the Guardians—they're just good. They are well managed. Terry Francona is awesome. All right, how about in the AL West? Anybody can knock off the Astros. I mean, the Mariners had a great year last year. I mean, I just think it's Houston, Seattle, Texas, yeah. probably in that order. The Angels ever have a chance of making the playoffs with Otani and Trout? Probably not. No, I mean you talk about the biggest waste of talent in my lifetime. Yeah, Artie Moreno, he's an idiot. Yeah. It's sad they got Rendon. Jarrett was talking about it that earlier. Sad. He's been horrible since he went out there. We're not very high on the Angels here. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of seems it's the Astros' division to to lose. All right, so let's go over yeah, to, to the National League. Probably being the NL Central, your favorite division. The big question is, are the Pirates going to finish above last place? Yes, they will. Okay, so you think the Reds will be last? I really think they will. I don't. That's not a positive thing that I'm saying, but they will finish above last place, yes. Okay. Will, will the Reds be the team in the I basement? Think, yeah, definitely. Okay, and who it's wins just gonna that be, division? Co- uh, Coach and I are very high on the Cubs. We think the Cubs will... Have a good year. I love I love the Cubs. The Cubs are underrated. They made great moves. I think Hap is a way better player than people talk about. Yeah. I just think that overall they have good feeling. They got Dansby. They got good pitching. Yeah. We're high on the Cubs. Jarrett was the one who wasn't. He was just lukewarm on the Cubs, and he loves Dansby Swanson, so we were surprised yeah. about that. No, I think they'll be good. I mean, they always get good crowds. Like, that's a baseball city. Sure. How about between I the, definitely uh, think the Cardinals and Brewers? Who who do you think is more near the top uh, of those two teams? The Cardinals. Yeah, I agree. Definitely the Cardinals. Don't love They're solid, Milwaukee man. did. No, no, no. All right. St. Louis is good. Yes, they are. They're proving they got best corner infield probably in baseball. All right, NL East. The, this is a tough division. The Mets lost their closer. The Phillies lost their first baseman. The Braves uh, are just kind of getting forgotten about, but they're really, really good. They do lose Dansby Swanson, but they've got a really good pitching staff, and uh, Cunha's back healthy. Uh, who's the winner in the NL East this year, Sam? It's tough, but my 
gut is telling me the Phillies. Okay. Like gut says the Phillies. I think the Mets are just the money doesn't equal your you know your record and what's going to happen. I think it's just they they're just spending too much. And like their closer, you know, he tears his Achilles celebrating a semifinal win in the WBC. Yeah. Like that's tough. That's tough. I just think the Phillies they're good. They were there last year. They lost it, but I think that they can go back. And like the Braves are good too. Yeah. But I think it's Phillies, Braves, Mets. How about uh, Jared? That order for the Jarrett's Cubs. really high on the Marlins. What do you think about them? He he, he, he loves the fish. Yeah, he does. All right. I think that they stink. You think they stink? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what makes it fun. Everybody's got a different opinion. Great stuff. All right. Let's finish up with the NL West now. Um, I'm kind of high on the Padres. Obviously, the Dodgers are really good. Um, what do you like in the NL West? Who wins it? And is there any dark horses in this division? I could maybe see like the D-backs making some noise. Okay. They have some good players, but like the Rockies, they're bad. <laughs> terrible. They're terrible. Like Chris Bryant's a terrible signing. They're just <sighs> Yeah. That sucks to be a Rockies fan. Coach is pretty high on the D-backs. Yeah, I like the coach. D-backs too. I think they're, they're going to be a little I'm with sleeper. coach. I'm Who wins yeah, the who I'm wins the you. division, Sam? Dodgers or Padres? Padres. Okay. I like they're that. They're damn too. good, man. I think they're, they're uh, damn good. Be very dangerous. Uh, any anything you mentioned uh, tomorrow's uh, opening day with Jacob Degrom? Uh, what was that bet again? Seven and a half innings. Yeah, there's under seven and a half innings on uh, DraftKings. That is plus one twenty, and they are playing the Phillies. It's Phillies at Texas, so it's a home game for Degrom. Right. Under seven and a half innings. I don't see him going more than seven. I like that bet. I like that a lot. That's this that's game cool. has this game has no importance other than it's opening day. Yeah, There's the 161. The Phillies more. are gonna know him. They've only faced him a thousand times, so that's that's probably helpful too. The they you know, they they could work some counts and you know, get some string together some decent innings against him and run that pitch count up and these guys aren't gonna be in a hurry to you know, get these guys their arms uh you know, up to over a hundred pitches the first first game of the year. So I think you're right. That's a good that's a good find by you. Uh, anything else stick out on the weekend? Any teams that you like uh, heading into weekend series as MLB gets kicked off tomorrow? Well, let's see. I had another thing here. The pitcher props are what I love. It's just because some of these pitchers are so damn good, but there's just not a lot of good value in them. Like, DeGrom is with the best value I've pretty much found in these pitchers. Well, that's a really good find because I'm betting that as soon as we're done with the show. Yeah, it's like a lot of these other pitchers, man, they're just not projected to go long. I don't know why they think DeGrom's going to go so long. Right. Yeah, uh, I agree. How about uh, how about with the Pirates, with Mitch Keller and Hunter Green? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You think the Pirates – actually, I'd like to put a number out there. The Pirates over under five and a half hits tomorrow. What do you what do you think about that? Yeah, that would be a good bet. I think it's under. I, I was <laughs> I was looking at – oh, man. It's so funny you say that. Well, I was looking at the over-under in the first inning for that game, and I was going to bet it. But there wasn't any good odds. Were you going to bet the, a run to be scored, or are you going to bet no run? <laughs> well, there's not good odds. Over a half run is minus one of five. But like, over one and a half runs is plus two eighty. <laughs> think Mitch Keller can like, get it. Kill, I don't give up two runs on here. No, no problem. <laughs> Yeah, that the the uh, first inning props, coach. You bet those a decent amount. Yeah, they, they get, can I be get, frustrating. Yeah, I get slaughtered on them. <laughs> yeah, they're tough, man. They are tough. 
They are really tough. Uh, Sam, anything else, uh, baseball for the, for the weekend or, or full season stuff that you want to share with the listeners before uh, before we uh, finish up with a little bit of NBA? I don't really think there's much. There is, I believe, an IndyCar race. I know that has nothing to do with baseball, but... Oh, are we back at Indy this week? I don't. I must have missed that. Are we... Uh... There... I thought they didn't go. No, they're off this week. Long Beach. No, Indy, or, No, I think Indy's off this week. I think. I thought I read they're off. It's April, April 1st and 2nd. Oh, well, then that, that's this week. If I must have I, I, I'm, I, I thought They're in Texas. Oh, they're in Texas, too. Okay. I missed that. Well, then we got to get your IndyCar picks because that's my fault. I I don't know why I missed that. I'm a, I remember, maybe I wrote the schedule down wrong. I must have. Well, Matt, I'll probably tell you why you missed it. They haven't raced in a fucking well, I know. It's been... It's been forever. That's probably why I forgot about the first, it. That's one of the things I've highlighted here. They oh, haven't yeah, they raced are. in Grand almost one month. Yeah, and then they go to <laughs> then they go to Long Beach in two weeks. All right. So who who stands out in in, in uh, IndyCar for this week? It's just like Joseph Newgarden, Scott good. Dixon. Those are two names I keep seeing over and over and over. And I think Scott McLaughlin, my pick to win the whole series right. this year. I think he can win it. Uh. I mean, Erickson's the only driver. Marcus Erickson is the only driver that's won a race this year because they've only Raced ran once. one race. But it's like Will Power, Alex Pillow, you know, Marcus Erickson, Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin. The typical man. There's like a, a pretty good theme. You know, the another person I would eye for this race is Renus VK. Oh yeah, I like Renus. I think Renus could do well. And this but, this is a, uh, a Grand Prix style race, so I'm assuming it's uh, it and it is actually at Texas Motor Speedway, or is it, or is it a like a road course track? Yeah, no, it is at Texas Motor Speedway, oh, okay. and I believe yeah, it is, last actually. year this this track New Garden passed McLaughlin on the last lap at the line to beat it, and in that order it was New Garden McLaughlin Erickson Power Dixon last year. So, well. New Garden is going to be uh, tough to deal with, definitely. And then, as you said, McLaughlin, Dixon, these guys, just tons of experience. I do like Renus VK as a dark horse, though. I think uh, he's pretty good on these oval-type tracks. So he maybe is in, in the mix for a top five or a top ten. Um, but if you had to go with somebody, if you had to make a pick to win it, would you go with New Garden or uh, McLaughlin? I would go with McLaughlin. Okay. I would go with McLaughlin because he had he won the race essentially last year. Obviously, he didn't because he got passed, but he had the lead the whole time, and he just made a mistake, and he got passed. So I think the New Garden. Okay. Good stuff. That's your guy, good. too. That's your championship pick. So. Yeah, that's my guy. I need him to do well because my NASCAR guy to win it all, Elliot, he uh, <laughs> oh, broke boy. his Snowboarding accident. But you never know. It's all he needs to do is get into the playoffs in NASCAR now. It's not like you're so dead and buried that you can't come back from that. But I wonder what it'll be like in a few no, he's back. It's just tough. You can't break your leg snowboarding, you know? No, not that time of the year. Dumb. Crazy. All right, uh, let's jump over then quickly. Any thoughts on uh, NBA? I know you like that stuff too. And any teams looking good down the stretch? We'll have you back on definitely talk NBA playoffs when we get it uh, after uh, Easter when it finishes up. I mean, maybe look at the Chicago Bulls. They're hot. They're, they're on the outside looking in. It's The NBA's tough because like the teams that are very bad in the nba they like really give up you know like the bulls are 36 and 39 
and the seven seed is 40 and 36, which is the Miami Heat, like the four game difference, it's not that much. No, you're right. And they're, they're and all be, it's tight. the Bulls right now are in the uh, in the play in tournament, right? Right. Yeah. So they're going to be playing so, I mean, probably, this, I guess, Toronto, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, the sixth seed is the, the Nets, and they have 40 wins, and the Bulls are the 10th seed, and they have 36. Okay. So so take a little peek at the Bulls. Maybe they're a little dangerous. I think they've been up and down this year. I, I've had them a couple of times, and they've looked all right. So um, we'll take a shot. Anybody in the Western Conference look all right? They could be enticing. I, I've been high on the uh, Thunder this year. Uh, I mean, Chris and I talked at length about them. Uh, they had a bad loss the other night, though. Uh, they lost to Charlotte yeah, last did. night. Terrible loss. Yeah, brutal. What are your brutal. thoughts on the Warriors or the Clippers? Any of these teams? I mean, they've kind of all played possum all year. They haven't been healthy. Uh, who who looks? Yeah, good I mean, I think the, the, those teams are. Kind of, I think the Clippers are junk. Yeah. I really do. I've hated the Clippers for a long time. Paul George. I don't understand why Paul George has a signature shoe. I don't understand a lot of things. I don't get it. He has no rings. I do not get it. Yes, I'm with you. But, I, but something I see in the West is the Pelicans are the eighth seed at 38 even, 38 and 38. And the Thunder, like you said, are 37 and 39. I could see those switching and the Pelicans miss the playoffs easily. Okay. Do you think uh, Dallas is dead and buried? That trade hasn't worked out very well for him. Kyrie. Yeah, I think they're they're really down. I think Luka's down. Kyrie's just doing what Kyrie does. Typical <laughs> destroy. Destroy yep. inside out. <laughs> It's like I hate to say this, Matt. The Rockets are fucking eighteen and fifty-eight. It's <laughs> amazing. Mean, yeah. Do they need Jub and Jared now to come? <laughs> Man, it's bad. They do play. They definitely. Do. I mean, that's embarrassing. Yeah, they're. Uh, are you think they're tanking for the uh, for the French kid? That kid's going to be incredible. That first round pick, that women Yama. Yeah, that that Victor Wembanyama or whatever. He's incredible. I've never seen a guy that good before. I his his highlight video is one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, it's sick. It's it seems like he's one of those like, hey, if you don't draft this kid, you're yeah. I think they might done. be trying to lose on purpose so they can try to draft him. That might be honestly the play. Honestly, so I don't know. All right, any closing thoughts, Sam? Before we let you run, this was really fun. I'd actually love to get Coach and Matt your guys' prediction. On the Pirates, you know we're the home, we're hometown guys. We gotta, we gotta be honest. Are we hopeful? How, how are we feeling? You know, hopeful I'm, for what? <laughs> just, just anything better than last year, Coach. Honestly, they, they may be losses. a little bit better. I mean, they, they may be a little bit better last year, but they're not going to reach sixty-eight wins. There's no way. What, what is what? Do you tell me? You're a big Pirate fan. What? What is what is better about them this year um, than than last year? The thing that's better about them, it's not on the field, which is the unfortunate thing. I think it's just like the having the McCutcheon in the locker room, the McCutcheon, the Santanas, the veterans, you know, guys that have been there to get the crews, get somebody that understands O'Neill Cruz and can just get that guy to. There's not a six seven shortstop in the league other than him. Yeah, you know, it's like. But Cutchin's been the MVP. He came from the minors. He worked all his way up. He knows what it's like to just grind. Do you think? I think uh, that good. Yeah, so I don't think it equates to wins. Do you think that uh, that having the veteran leadership you spoke of with Cutchin, Santana in the clubhouse will uh, 
prevent things like guys sliding into third with their cell phones in their pocket? No, no, I don't think that. And that guy's that guy actually, Matt, is still on our team, and he's projected to be one of our better players. That's what Jared said. Yeah. So, well, hopefully they. I mean, he can swing the bat. Their their pitching is their pitching is suspect. Um, I you know you got a thirty. Well, how old's no Rich Hill's what forty two. I mean, five inning Rich. I don't know. I just don't see him being being much better than they were last year. How about behind the plate, Sam? What do you think of Austin Hedges? I mean, really? Come on. Get him out. The worst. Get him out of there. He's got to be the worst catcher in Get the league. Get him out of there. Henry, the, I can't believe Henry Davis isn't up here. Yeah, I wonder why he can't. I can't what do you believe. hear about it? Because he, can, he, can he not? I'm sure he can hit. Can he just not handle it defensively? I think it's all about service time. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, you bring up these players at certain times, and then it's like they have less, one less year under your control. So if we bring them up after a said date, we have them a year longer. I, I honestly think that's the only reason. Hey, so to uh, just tailing off that, uh, do you do you anticipate catchers are going to be more important this year defensively than they have in a while with the with the new uh, you know rule changes not being able to throw over more than twice the first. I mean, you, do you think there'll be more stolen bases this year? Is that something you you would expect? I hope. Yeah, I hope. I hope we can get back to some Ricky Henderson type numbers or some anything along those lines. Yeah, I agree. What What about the, uh, I think the, the pitch last clock? Year's... Was that pitch clock? What do you think about that? And, and the batter having to be ready for eight it. seconds. I love it. Yeah, I agree. Do you guys like it? So far, I, I kind of agree. Yeah, Jared said maybe maybe five <laughs> extra seconds uh, when there's nobody on base. Maybe they could adjust it, but I, I like it. I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I like what they're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely just get in the box, get in the road, you know, get in your motion, and let's go, baby. Yeah. All right, well, Sam, uh, it was really fun. We're going to be doing this regularly, so I'm glad this uh, went well. Our first experiment with uh, some Skype interviews uh, with our great analysts. We had Jared on. We have Sam. Uh, that's going to do it for us here on Better's Last Stand. Sam, uh, best of luck this weekend. Go box. We'll have all your picks posted on the uh, Twitter page and uh, as we get things on Instagram uh, at the Pine Room Podcast. So be sure, viewers, you check all that stuff out. Uh, get the winners. We got MLB cranking up this weekend. Lots to talk about racing in full swing. Uh, golf, basketball, NHL playoffs around the corner. We'll have Sam's input on all this stuff as we get uh, closer to summer. All right, Sam, thanks, buddy. Have a great evening, and we'll talk to you soon. See you, Sam. Appreciate it, fellas. Have a good one. All right, see see ya. All right, that does it for us here on Better's Last Stand. Matt and Coach here in the studio. We will be back with you next week, hopefully with Chris, uh, and we will have uh, regular guests uh, like Sam on every week and probably get Jarrett here uh, as baseball kicks in full swing, get Cooley back on to talk some NBA uh, as we approach NBA playoffs here in a couple of weeks. Coach, any last thoughts before we shove yeah, off for the night? Skype was neat. Thanks, Job, for uh, getting yes. that up and running. That's pretty cool. We can do all that from home and uh, – had Sam on, had Jared on. That's going to be cool down the road. So, Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, and uh, good luck to everybody. I hope you make some money this weekend um, uh, on the Final Four, not only the men, but the women, the NIT, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. This is Better's Last Stand. We will be back next week and ready to give you winners. Have a great afternoon and rest of the weekend. Mm-hmm.